Hi, let me start by saying that wherever you are listening to this, I hope you are all safe. I am Hari Arakli, Tech Editor at Forbes India and this is today's Tech Briefing. America has reversed its stand on intellectual property protection for COVID vaccines and some related medical technology and it will now support India and South Africa in negotiating in the World Trade Organization for removing patent protection for these vaccines. This is a global health crisis and the extraordinary circumstances of the COVID-19 pandemic call for extraordinary measures. The administration believes strongly in intellectual property protections, but in service of ending this pandemic, supports the waiver of these protections for COVID-19 vaccines, U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai said in a statement yesterday. Waiving those protections will allow more countries to make the vaccines if they have the manufacturing capability and access to the raw materials. In October 2020, India and South Africa had proposed that the WTO should suspend certain intellectual property rights for COVID vaccines and treatments to help boost their production worldwide. That proposal was blocked by various developed economies, including the US. India and South Africa are trying again, and this time, while the negotiations will be text-based and take time to build consensus, the US will actively participate to make that happen, Ambassador Tai said in the statement. An independent oversight board set up by Facebook decided yesterday that social networking giant's ban on former US President Donald Trump from its platforms will remain in place. Facebook blocked Trump from using its platform after the violent pro-Trump mob attack on the US Capitol on January 6th. The 20-member board, which includes lawyers, academics and journalists, however, has also said that Facebook must review the status of Trump's user account within six months and come to a final decision within its own rules. Facebook had announced plans for such a board in 2018 to review appeals related to content that had been removed from its platform and set up a $1.13 million irrevocable trust fund for the purpose. The board began accepting cases in October last year. Facebook, in response to the board's decision, said in a blog post that it will decide on an action that is clear and proportionate. Twitter, which also banned Trump after the riots, has already said it's never letting Trump back on its platform. Trump had some 89 million followers on Twitter. He's also blocked on Snapchat, YouTube and Twitch. These decisions by big tech companies and ramifications around the world and in India where hundreds of millions of users are plugged into them. Lawmakers have already suggested that legislation might be needed to control the influence that corporations have over public discourse. Ever since Thierry Delport took over as the CEO of Wipro, India's fourth biggest IT services company, it has been a lot more aggressive in the strategies it is following and also in communicating news about what it has been up to. For example, two days ago, the company said it is setting up an innovation center in Britain in which it plans to invest close to $20 million over the next four years. The center in Holborn, London will help Wipro provide services in digital technologies, cybersecurity and cloud computing. As you know, Wipro recently acquired UK-based Capco for $1.45 billion, making it a strong consulting and technology service partner for banking and financial services clients. Pro, which has been in the UK for 25 years now, has some 4,000 staff in the country. The Capco acquisition is adding 1,300 more, 
according to a company press release. India's biggest IT services companies such as TCS, Infosys and Wipro are shifting to providing digital technologies and helping their customers move to the cloud. They are also trying to help clients find new ways of using technology to grow their businesses as against the old outsourcing model of maintaining software and IT systems. Yesterday, Wipro announced a partnership with Transcell Oncologics to find better ways of vaccine safety assessment using what it calls augmented intelligence. This partnership combined, combines Transcell's innovative stem cell technology with the advanced augmented intelligence capabilities of Wipro's proprietary analytics platform called Homes to improve the safety of global vaccine immunization programs. By applying the combined knowledge and technologies of Wipro and Transcell to the vaccine development process, the two companies will be capable of predicting adverse neurovirulent impacts resulting from vaccinations, Wipro said in a press release. Currently, the vaccine safety assessments often include testing on animals to measure adverse impacts. Wipro and Transcell are offering a tech-based alternative that can also be integrated into any existing workflow, including quality control tests in vaccine production, batch-wise release, and other safety evaluation assays, according to Wipro. This is the first in a series of next-generation solutions that the partnership will offer to determine the safety and efficiency of a wide range of products from vaccines to prescription medications, cosmetics, and so on. Wipro's press release, however, did not make it clear if this technology will be used in testing any COVID vaccines. India's geopolitical tensions with China that resulted in banning of Chinese apps in the country seems to have now extended to 5G telecom equipment. When India's government approved 5G gear providers for trials with Indian telecom companies earlier this week, it didn't include any Chinese companies. Yesterday, the Chinese government issued a statement criticizing the exclusion of Chinese companies. India says the permissions have been given as per the priorities and technology partners identified by telecom service providers themselves. On Tuesday, India approved six-month trials by Bharti Airtel, Reliance Geo Infocom, Vodafone Idea and MTNL. These companies have tied up with the original equipment manufacturers and technology providers which are Ericsson, Nokia, Samsung and CDOT. In addition, Reliance GeoInfocom will also be conducting trials using its own indigenous technology, India's Ministry of Communications said in a press release. The permission letters specify that each telecom service provider will have to conduct trials in rural and semi-urban settings also, in addition to urban settings, so that the benefit of 5G technology proliferates across the country and is not confined only to urban areas. The telecom companies are also encouraged to conduct trials using 5G I technology in addition to the already known 5G technology. They will recall that International Telecom Telecommunication Union has also approved the 5G I technology, which is advocated by India as it facilitates much larger reach of the 5G towers and radio networks, according to the Ministry of Communications press release. The 5G I technology has been developed by Indian Institute of Technology Madras, Centre of Excellence in Wireless Technology and Indian Institute of Technology Hyderabad. In tech startup news, ThoughtSpot, a business analytics company in Sunnyvale, California, acquired Diota, a data integration technology provider. 
In the process, Foxpot added some 60 employees in the US and India and boosted its R&D team in India by 50%. The team is based in the southern Indian city of Hyderabad. Overall, Thoughtspot has some 100 staff in India now. Thoughtspot was founded in 2012 by Ajit Singh and Amit Prakash. In August 2019, they announced $248 million in funding from some big venture capital names, including Silver Lake Waterman, Silver Lake's late-stage growth capital fund, and joined existing backers Lightspeed Venture Partners, Sapphire Ventures, and Geodesic Capital. In the process, Thoughtspot was valued at nearly $2 billion. Diota, based in North Carolina, was founded in 2011 by Sanjay Vyas, Ravindra Punuru, and Sripati Tumati to build a modern enterprise-class serverless data integration platform. Diota enables IT teams to connect quickly and securely diverse data sources and deliver large data volumes to target data repositories across cloud, multi-cloud and on-premises environments. That's it for today's Tech Briefing.